Greetings and salutations and welcome to episode 146 of Ref the District. I'm Nathan Perry. That's the stoner. Trev had to pick up an extra shift, so he will not be joining us today. And, uh, you know, we love Trev. We miss him and he will be back. What he probably needs to do is take some of that extra tip money and head over to Bet Online because the last of the major pro sports leagues is off and rolling and college basketball is ready to go as well. Bet online remains your top spot for all your live betting action and contests. NFL, college football, UFC, and NHL are all in full swing. Bet online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. All the hoops betting action, along with every sport available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time. Head to Bet Online today and remember to use our promo code Believe for your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts all right we are gonna start with a lot more than just an ad here on ref the district we got lots of people already in the chat here jerry lopez dmv mess hall shout out to the rally captain getting on the tv at the patriots game and also of course our friend the cook and we got Trout here, Gus Bus, Uptown Dre, TJ, too nasty for you, P-Dub in the house as well. By the way, Trout, I have to admit, for a long time, I thought you changed your name to that other Trout, that uh, P-N-W Trout. I just didn't, you guys didn't actually show up in the same live stream until I think just a little bit ago. And so I was like, ah. oh, look at that. They are two different Trouts. Different so Trouts. I didn't we, know that either. Yeah, two different Trouts in here. We appreciate everybody joining us. we got a great episode for you. Of course, in the cool down, we'll be bringing you your bold predictions, like maybe another Sam Howe 300-yard game. That's ah. one. That's two. That's three in a row. Of course, <laughs> we got Sleepless in Situl. Yeah, uh, we're gonna have to fire the graphics guy, Stoner. Miss missing uh misspelling Seattle there. Maybe that's a slight dig though to that awful, awful, awful team out there, the Seahawks. We're gonna be talking about the Seahawks game coming up. How is Washington gonna be repeating this? Who has to have a repeat performance for Washington to win? on the west coast but here in the warm-up presents you by don't sleep energy and i sure as heck feel like maybe i've had a don't sleep energy already as uh i'm firing this all off here and make sure you do head out to don't sleep energy use our code district get yourself 10 percent off there we're going to be talking about mr Airwolf himself the president of the offense the young wolf Wrong the button the howler there you go <laughs> sam uh, i'd ask i had asked stoner yeah i'm gonna ask everybody here watching right now we got already 20 of you here in the first three minutes um this offense seems to have improved over the last couple of weeks we've seen yeah. spurts but this was actually back-to-back -back solid games from the offense yeah is this a product of the offensive line that has been changed as Chris Paul and Tyler Larson have been playing the last two games and that yeah. offense consistency has kind of coincided with those two players being there? Or is this Eric Bieniemy's play calling has gotten mm -hmm. smoother and he's getting better plays out there for the offense, a lot of shorter attacking plays before going for a bigger, deeper pass play? Or is this Sam Howe, who has just been getting better with dropping back 50 times a game 
And he's finally learning some pocket awareness, moving out of the pocket, moving within the pocket, getting that ball out to those check downs and just continuing to throw absolute darts. So yeah. which is it? Offensive line, Eric being and me or Sam Howe and no cheating. No cheating, by the way, if you're answering this, I do not want to hear. Mm. Oh, it's all of them. You mm. need to pick one in this world here. We are going one at a time. All right. Well, I guess you just took away my whole answer, which was D all the above. <laughs> but but I think it's only fair that it is definitely all the above. But there are certainly a few a few of those that actually weigh a little bit heavier than the others. And I don't think there's any doubt that the what Eric Bieniemy has done in terms of scheming up the offense in the last two weeks in particular is the biggest factor of why this is getting better because he is designing an offense that is protecting Sam a little bit more from himself. He's protecting Sam from <laughs> what his biggest weakness is, which is taking sacks. We all know that Sam can basically do anything else within the offense. Maybe his, reading of a defense is, is a little bit shaky, but his biggest weakness is taking sacks. And Eric Bieniemy has schemed that out of him, but it's also, he schemed it out of the offensive line too. Do I think Tyler Larson and Chris Paul have played better than Nick Gates and Sadiq Charles? Yeah. Have they played so much better that it's just glaring? No, not I don't think so. If you look at him individually, I like to do a lot of hyperbole with Chris Paul. I think he should be starting at left guard. I've thought that since I saw him in that Cowboys game at the end of last year. But he's not a savior over there, okay? He's got a lot of weaknesses as well. So that encompasses basically everything that you've asked. And also, look, Sam Howell has gotten better in his feel for the pocket as well in these last couple of games. So I've hit all the areas that you asked, Nathan, A, B, and C, but I still have to go with B. I think it's Eric Bieniemy has done a masterful job, and maybe it's just taken him nine weeks or, in this case, seven weeks before the last two. Maybe it's just taken him that amount of time to kind of fully understand and get a good feel for what he has on offense and what sort of play calls he should be making, what kind of quarterback does he have, what sort of offensive line does he have? What sort of receivers does he have? He's only been here five minutes, right? He's only been here since since uh, April or whenever it was that he was hired. So it's probably taken him some time, but he has definitely schemed it out of him. That, that is Eric Bieniemy. His answer is Eric Bieniemy. First, I'm going to get to Gus here. I hope you're feeling uh, better, a little under the weather. We do appreciate yeah, you joining us there, Gus. Um, you know, Ted here trying to take your answer, the D all of the above before yeah. going into a great article, Mark Bullock. Uh, we've had him on the channel. We've also fought with him on Twitter about Chris Paul, but he does have He's a great fought with article. us. To be he, fair, he fought with us. Mark has a great, <laughs> does have a great article as, uh, Ted here is pointing out that Tyler Larson's blocking on the offensive line. His hit it's, he hasn't been that much better than Nick Gates. I mean, he's been an improvement over Nick Gates, but that's like saying you or I are improvement over Nick Gates. I mean, <laughs> right. anybody could do that with how bad sure. he had been 
but it's more so that he has been better at calling the protection, doing the slide box, picking up the small things that we weren't seeing there. And I think that's similar to Chris Paul, who's actually PFF has been grading worse than Sadiq Charles, mm-hmm. but there's mm-hmm. been things where he has been doing some things better. It's just, he is not consistent enough at this level and that's been, been hurting him there. Uh, and I talk about that because trout here was saying that O-line was the biggest thing for the, the there that Gus here with the O-line being bigger is also Tyler Larson has 30 pounds on Nick Gates. So, I mean, that is a big, big, um, however, that. However, most centers around the league are not the biggest. They're usually the smallest guy on the line. The centers are because they do have to do so much movement, uh, you know, on a bunch of different plays. And so your centers are usually your smallest linemen. So I don't know how being a bigger guy at center necessarily helps in this situation for Tyler Larson. Maybe it does just because it's based on how this line is sort of built. I don't know, but I think that's kind of a convenient um, explanation is to say, well, he's bigger, therefore he's better and taking up more space. But I don't actually buy that, but I can understand where they're coming from. I, Mm -hmm. I think it is more to do with his ability to set the protection, you know, Help out his help out his QB. That's yeah. I, I think that's fair. I think it's actually funny you say that it's just kind of uh, one of those things that it's just like sure that's a more of a coincidence that it, that the extra thirty pounds is helping rather than a uh, correlation causation type situation there mm-hmm. because I mm-hmm. see that as with the offensive line. I don't think the offensive. If I had to rank the three, offensive line would be the bottom of the three. I I think that Sam yeah. Howell and personal improvement and Eric Bienemy's play calling improvement rank higher than the offensive line. TJ with this great point here, kind of coinciding with the point you made earlier of just kind of getting used to each other. But TJ, I think it's just mid season. The team is used to the playbook. Now that I think that does play a big factor for this team right now. This plays a factor in Ron Rivera led teams is they hit this mid season run where they finally yeah. getting on to, okay, these are the concepts we're trying. This is what we're trying to do here. And yeah. that's why you see this team be an incredible November team. It was the stat at the Foxborough. I think it was Washington's like nine and one in their last 10 November games. Now I think it's actually 10 and one, if you want it uh, with the win mm. over new England. They're just they get to this midseason form here where they're just like, yeah. okay, we can win. And and it's not, and what kind of gives me a little hope center, a little tease here against Seattle, because when they're on these streaks, when they're on these runs, they beat good teams. Sure. They beat a Tom Brady uh led Tampa Bay team. They mm-hmm. beat a Eagles team. They beat a Steelers undefeated team. Like they Absolutely. they beat good teams when they're on these runs, when they're finally getting things underneath themselves. So I like that point there by TJ. And then I think this is probably where I lean. Uh, Cause I feel like TJ's kind of leans more to with being the playbook, kind of being an Eric being anything like mm-hmm. yours. JG here with, I think Sam is improving his decision-making. And I, I, I lean this way. I think that, if you look at everything, we've seen Sam Howell make incredible plays. We saw him make a really ridiculous play in a positive side 
against the Patriots. And we also saw him make a ridiculous play on the negative side for the commanders last week. But I think that he has been improving so much with his decision-making. We've seen him throw the way the ball more. We've seen him move around in that pocket. I will say that I did watch uh, JT O'Sullivan's QB school episode. Yeah. I actually have it up on, uh, on one of my tabs over here because I was watching it before the show. And I will say that this, like JT normally dotes on Sam Howe and is like in love with the, what he sees. He's got to clean up the sacks and everything. I think this is the first one where he's taking a look at Sam Howe, though, and is re- realizing like, hey, he's going to nitpick a few things here because he, he, I think he, not that he's the QB coach, which by the way, thank you uh, for the correction. I, man, I meant to write down the name of who corrected us. Zampezi is not the quarterback's coach. We mentioned that on the day after reckoning. But we did bring on Eric Bainemi brought on the Stanford QB coach to be the QB coach here. And a name is also escaping me. Old page um, given to me. Uh tre- Trevor tre- uh It's a weird name, last name. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not Kavitka? I can't I can't Help think of off the top. <laughs> I can't think of the name off the top Travis. of my head. But uh I, I think that Sam Howe's finally starting to get it put together, and you're seeing some of those aspects come there and jt o'sullivan was like noting some of the things like because i watched it with my layman stupid nathan perry eyes right just Mm -hmm. a fan right and i was just like sam house moving around better in the pocket we said it during the live the live play-by-play and commentaries and then when i look at the tape that jt o'sullivan pritchard is there we go uh when I watched the jt so like all of a sudden now i'm seeing oh sam how was moving himself into trouble and now I'm going to be watching that against yeah. Seattle to see, okay, because when he, Sam Howell will do this thing where he, when he looks right, he moves right. And when he looks left, he's moving left. And sometimes he's moving himself in trouble. But from what I remember watching in the condensed and I'm a little bit of the all 22 was he is being more, he's moving around in the pocket a lot. And then he's mm-hmm. taking those those smart throws. The blitzes. Remember when early in the season you threw a blitz at this kid, and done. you're good. You're, he's done. He's sack. just going to take a seven yard, eight yard, yep. nine yard sack, yep. and it was done because he just couldn't pick up the free blitz. He's been much much better at picking up those free blitzes, and I think that is outstanding. Now, can I throw a curveball at you, or can I throw a devil's advocate at you on this subject? Okay. Excuse me. Are we getting carried away based on two games? Essentially, the last two games. Now, he's had good games before as well. He had a good game against Denver. Uh, You know, he had a good first game against the Eagles. But it's really been the last two games because the Falcons game wasn't great. The Giants game was a disaster. The Bills game was a disaster. The um, Bears game was a disaster. So are we just kind of, is it just a recency effect with Sam Howell just because this last two games and we're getting carried away with this whole thing now? Just, it's only been the two games. So and one of those being a loss, by the way, that's, that's yeah. probably the other thing in that. And, and I think that the, it's fair, it's fair not to get carried away when, when you're talking in the last two games, it seems one and one and in those two games and there's still been some bonehead offensive plays we've seen i mean who the heck calls a tight end screen to john mother trucking bates who doesn't 
Who does yeah, that? Not me. Uh, I can promise you that. <laughs> He's playing tackle if I have anything to say uh, about it. But it, it's I, I think that the reason for optimism is is those minor improvements we're seeing, right? Mm-hmm. And we did put I mean, this is back back. Um, these are the first two back-to-back games the team put over 400 yards mm-hmm. in three, four years. Three, yeah, sure. So when you see that so little here in D.C., yeah, you have every right to be excited that, hey, maybe things are going. Yeah. I mean, how excited were we at the beginning of the season, Stoner, when they put up 30? Right. Right? Because right. you don't, you, we rarely see that. You see that right. maybe once or twice a season. You see it game two, and you're like, yeah. and they got the victory. Right. And you're yeah. like, what? What? Yeah. And then, uh, and then they consistently have been, been putting up 30 points, you know, a few times this, uh, this year. And, and yes, the defense has, has let them down as, uh, uptown yeah, Jerry had mentioned. Them, yeah. Right. The defense, uh, has also been letting up 30 points every now and then. And, 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 uh, it's, so this team is still not good. I'm not ready to call them a good team, right? Yeah, They're four and five, sure. and, you know, so, you know, but the minor improvements we're seeing with, with Sam Howe, give me promise. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and now you're getting the national media noticing too, which we yeah, saw which a little I don't bit like about actually, it. but okay. Well, I like the fact that they're, they're looking at this team and they're seeing some positives and they're looking mm-hmm. at Sam Howe which we saw Mina Kimes and, and uh, Dan Orvolowski do before where they're yeah. like, Hey, this kid during the preseason, he's got something. This guy, this guy might be a good QB for Washington. Now we're mm-hmm. having Doug Farrer who is talking about two quarterbacks since weeks four QB one, 141 completions and 206 attempts for 1600 yards, 11 touchdowns, five interceptions, 13 big time throws and a passer rating of 99.6. QB2 has 170 completion, 170 completions and 254 attempts, 1800 yards, 11 touchdowns, four interceptions, 18 big time throws and a passer rating of 95.3. QB1, Tua. QB2, Sam Howell. The conversation over those two quarterbacks are interesting to see but i mean this is the this is the qb that we have right now last five games the commanders put out a uh an ig post here sam howell is first in passing yards and touchdowns passing yeah. touchdowns with 1500 yards and 10 touchdowns he's second in the league in in passing yards dan Orvolowski posted two things i really liked from an improvement standpoint for how tape versus pats having a plan versus the blitz which we talked about he's mm-hmm. picking up those blitzes much better uh whether or not he's multiple times throwing to the hot or drifting away from pressure and the second one that pocket presence and feel not many times of just sitting back at the top of his drop climbed and moved and more these are the things and when they when we're having professionals take a look at the tape and they're coming back and they're saying sam howe is a starting qb in this league Makes me feel good, Stoner. Yeah, it makes I get me it. feel good. I get it. Uh, you know, I can counter that, not to be a Debbie Downer, but I can counter that with go back and watch anything that Dan Orlovsky has put out, and he will never criticize a quarterback. To, <laughs> he doesn't. His job is You're to right. prop up quarterbacks. He You're right. loves every quarterback and thinks they're all Hall of Famers. 
But I mean, he does get critical about certain plays and certain times, but he will always say this guy is, is good and is going to be great and all that other stuff. But I, I think it's, I think it is important to note with Sam Howell is kind of what you said is that he is, he has taken some of the bugaboos that have, have kept him down over the course of this season. And he's corrected them the last two weeks. He's made it a point to correct those big things. He's been sacked four times the last two weeks, an average of two a game when before he was getting sacked an average of like seven or eight a game. Ridiculous amount. Right. So he's correcting those correctable things, which has obviously led to a more efficient offense. And Eric Bieniemy has helped him do that. So I think that gives you a lot of hope as well. And he hasn't, when doing so, he hasn't sort of sacrificed other parts of his game that we all like the things that you've talked about the the big time throws and the and the the small windows he's thrown into and and now he's added the I see a blitz I'm getting rid of it quick mm-hmm. and uh you know I see a zero coverage I know where I'm going uh you know deep across the middle and such and so he's taking advantage of those things and making he's getting the defense to second you know have second thoughts about their game plan their game plan was like it was with a lot of these other teams is just to blitz the heck out of them like the giants did. And it was effective. Well, now when the Patriots tried that he was burning them. So he's making those corrections, whether it's him offensive line, Eric B whatever they figured something out at least for now. And hopefully they can build upon that, but we'll see Seattle's not a great defense, but you've got some defenses coming up like the Cowboys You've got the 49ers. Those are some scary defenses, and they've got playmakers over there uh, on those defenses. I mean, do you think he's going to have as much um, success when Micah Parsons is coming at him or Joey Bosa or who's the or other Chase guy? Chase Young. <laughs> right, Chase Young yeah. on the other side coming at him. I mean, Chase Young is going to be so motivated is- for that game. You're going to have to run away from Chase Young, and then he'll just stop playing, right? Yeah, I- don't worry okay, about it. All just- right. We One said they weren't going to talk about Chase Young <laughs> until we get to the 49ers preview. Yeah. So we will withhold. Oh, we can take some pot shots here and there, though. He deserves it. Some of uh, this guy. I, 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 I agree. Tend, I tend to agree with most fans. Like, he, I mean, did, is really what he's saying any less true than what most of the rest of us have been saying? However, it was a big surprise to me. He took pot shots at the players, at teammates, ex-teammates. at teammates. That's mm-hmm. that was the part that surprised me. I expected yeah. him to come out against Ron Rivera and the organization and to praise his new organization. That's what teams do. That's what disgruntled players do. But for him to take those pot shots at the players, uncool. That that I have a feeling you might actually in hockey you do this thing where you stick out the the beaters right and to just kind of beat up the other team. Yeah. I kind of want to see Nick Gates as an extra tackle. <laughs> yeah. Again, just against Chase Young once, just um, because I just want Nick Gates isn't a great offensive lineman. So don't get yeah. me carried away like he's going to dominate here. He's not being put out there to be a dominant tackle. Okay. The guy's a guard yeah. center. I'm putting him out there because you just sit chase down one time, take the 15 yard penalty. 
yeah. and, then, and Nick Gates can go watch the game from the locker room in comfort, knowing he did his job. That's exactly. all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I like uh, it. I don't hate that at all. The uh, I, I getting to the task at hand, Stoner. Yeah. We are going to talk about Seattle. TJ bringing this up. Can't lose any more games against NFC teams. Got to yeah. throw in the playoffs, and the way you do it is not just get on a hot streak, but you got to get on a hot streak with the teams that matter. And guess what? Seattle is a team that matters, even if I can't spell the name right. So stick with us. We got Sleepless in Seattle coming up here in the game. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.